Hello, my loves. I am recording this for you in early February. And if you are like most people, if you set resolutions, then they are starting to waver or maybe you've just jumped the, the ship completely. But what, what I've been thinking about a lot this week is kind of in the same vein as setting resolutions and wanting to better yourself this year and forward motion and progress and all of that, that good, good personal development stuff. I, I've been revisiting the concept of instead of setting a hard goal and an outcome based, based vision for 2023, instead I've been thinking a lot about raising my standards, and so I decided to dedicate an entire podcast episode to it. So today we are going to talk about five standards to upgrade in 2023 to make this the best year ever. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Intentional Morning Podcast, a learn along with me show for women who are ready to take consistent action to design creative lives and become the happiest, most fully expressed version of themselves. A place where we don't believe in fixing ourselves, instead we create ourselves. I'm your host, Lisa Meekum, and I am obsessed with exploring how to live effervescently and with more intention. Each week, I'll be sharing feel-good stories, actionable takeaways, and timeless wisdom on how to elevate the quality of your everyday and have some more fun along the way. Now let's dive into today's episode. It makes me think of this awesome quote that anytime you sincerely want to make a change, the first thing you must do is raise your standards. That's a quote by Anthony Robbins. And honestly, I have no idea who that dude is. I thought it was Tony Robbins at first, but um, that's wrong. But it's a good quote. So nonetheless, it made it on the podcast. And I feel like it's really true because so often when we are creating this next vision and you're ready to up level and you're working towards a new, better version of yourself, a lot of the, the foundation work that really needs to be set in place is your standards. And it is something that isn't discussed nearly enough, in my opinion, in the personal development space, because your specifically your personal standards are reflected in how you treat yourself, in how you treat others, and in how you expect to be treated by other people. I know so often when I look at a woman that I deeply respect, she always respects herself. And that changes how other people approach her. That changes how she's spoken to. That changes the environments that she puts herself in. And her entire life outlook is going to then reflect that back to her. Whereas so often, I feel like if we're going through our day beating ourselves up, then we're also going to find more mirrors to have that reflected back to us. We're going to attract relationships that take advantage of you. You're going to find yourself in more confrontational moments if you are constantly beating yourself down as well. And it's it's an interesting chicken or the egg situation. But back to, you know, to circle back, raising your personal standards is really the key in creating all of this. And so the first standard that I would like to talk about today is erasing negative self-talk because, oh my gosh, you are, you are in your head more than anywhere else. You are listening to your own thoughts more than anybody else's thoughts about you. And so speak to yourself like a woman who has her own back. 
Are you a valuable friend to yourself? And I feel like so often if if you aren't a valuable friend to yourself, how can you possibly show up fully and and completely for somebody else? It it's impossible for you to give what you don't have. And so for you to be to be not filling your own cup and not speaking to yourself with love and admiration and confidence and 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 ambition then it's going to be impossible and completely inauthentic for you to show up for others often the things that we think about ourselves we would never say out loud we would never say to a friend or somebody that we loved and one exercise that i have has been really jarring for me frankly is if I'm having negative self-talk or if I'm, you know, spiraling in some kind of negative dark thought pattern, if I think about, about how I would feel if my daughter heard me saying those words to anybody, you know, but especially myself. And it, it really just jolts me back into back into reality and back into this beautiful world that I'm creating for us. And uh, yeah, so the first one of five standards to upgrade this year is to remove negative self-talk. Don't be available for it. Don't, Don't participate in it. Do what you need to do to eliminate negative self-talk or at least greatly reduce it because it impacts everything else in your life and makes it so it's impossible to show up for others authentically. The second standard to upgrade is your surroundings. I'm a huge believer that physical clutter causes clutter in the mind. If you are in a dirty, dingy space, it's really difficult to feel expansive and creative. And I mean, think about it. When you're driving around in your car and it's clean, you feel so much better. You feel like you've got it together. And yeah, I I feel like we can apply this to everything. But where you put your physical self, the surroundings that you put yourself in have such a huge impact on your mindset, your mental clarity, and your productivity. I'm such a huge believer in this, guys. And so you might be thinking, all right, Lisa, that sounds really great and all, but I have like that my house is a disaster. There's, you know, that doesn't make any sense to me. That doesn't apply to me. And I would say to schedule time in your calendar and pick one thing. For example, clean out your closet, pick one closet, not all the closets, just one closet and move span out from that space until you have one room in your home that feels really good to spend time in. I have four kids and two dogs and two cats and, you know, like clutter is very real over here, guys. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, but I really, I, my living room is 95% of the time. It is beautiful. And it helps me feel like even when there's chaos in other areas, I feel like that is a space I can go to and I can totally unwind and decompress. I have so much more mental clarity and just having like a sanctuary for yourself is so important. Um, I also, I also like to keep snacks in the master bathroom. So that way, when you're taking a shower and you have that alone time, 
keep that bathroom clean and have little sanctuary moments because, oh my gosh, the surroundings that you put yourself in have such a big impact. I like to even take it a step further and think about when, when you imagine your next level self, your future self that you are creating, where are you shopping? Either are you going through the sales racks at Walmart or are you putting yourself at Whole Foods? Like where are the places that you are putting yourself and how can you take little steps to put yourself there? I'm not knocking or like promoting either of those. I'm just like for me personally, I, I have really enjoyed putting myself in places that make me feel like a higher, a higher vibe version of myself. You know, when I think about my future self, she's shopping around the perimeter of the grocery store where the natural and the organic foods are. She's not going through the aisles and getting the hyper-processed cheap deals. And so when I go to a grocery store, I take a lap around the perimeter and it's like little things like that. Tiny little tweaks help you to prove to yourself because you're always going to prove yourself right. That's one of the amazing things about your mind is you're going to gather evidence and prove to yourself that you are the type of woman that creates a vision and then follows through with it, that you have control over the life that you're creating. But, you know, back to not just where are you shopping, but what restaurants are you putting yourself in? How clean is your car? Is your purse basically a portable trash can or does it reinforce the belief that you're a woman who has it together. And all of these little things, even though they might feel really, really small, add up to make really impactful and incredible differences in how you see yourself, therefore how you show up and the life that you end up creating. My third standard to upgrade this year is how we care for our physical bodies. So often I see women viewing sleep as a, a luxury and putting more emphasis on, oh my gosh, on, you know, things that don't really matter and not taking care of themselves, not taking a little walk or getting any kind of movement. I mean, it doesn't mean that you have to get to the gym all the time, but even walking to pick your kids up from school, little things add up and just getting in your body and taking care of your physical self, our bodies, oh my gosh, the things that we put them through is insane to me. And they keep showing up for us as long as they possibly can. And so let's take care of it. Just like I, I'm constantly telling my kids to, you know, take care of themselves and your body is so important. And, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, your body is a temple. So let's take care of it. Let's not fill it full of garbage. Let's not you know, let's move it. Let's, let's, let's take real care of it. My fourth standard to upgrade this year is how you dress your physical body or your style. I feel like style is such an underrated, oh my gosh, it's such a valuable tool, especially when it comes to up-leveling and creating a bigger, grander version for yourself. Because when you dress up and when you just present yourself to the world on purpose, you, you show up with more confidence. You show up as your next level self. 
When I think about even the emails that I've written when I'm in my pajamas and haven't brushed my teeth versus the emails that I've created after I have gotten ready and you know just taken a little bit of pride in my physical appearance, I show up different. I show up more bold. I'm more productive. I, I get more done. And to, to dress as the woman that you are becoming, I think is such an impactful way to, to raise your standards and then to attract more of the good that it is that you're calling in. When it comes to style and the clothing that we wear, I'm always so like, I, I giggle a little bit when I hear about women get embarrassed about being seen in some of their clothes that they wear around the house. And I believe that we should hold ourselves in a high enough regard that we dress up for ourselves, not for other people. And I'm going to tangent here a little bit, but if any part of you is reliant on validation from somebody else and not from within, it's you're never going to be truly confident in that area. You're never going to have the security and to feel feel grounded and completely confident because you are giving your power away immediately to somebody else. Because if somebody doesn't compliment you or if somebody doesn't like what you're wearing, then, or if someone has any opinion really at all, then to hold that in higher regard than how you feel about yourself is, is that's, that's not how an empowered woman is going to think about themselves. That's not how your highest version of you views this. And, uh, oh my gosh. So yeah, that's, uh, that's something that I, I'll hop off my, um, my little soapbox there, but I feel like if there's clothes that you have that you would be embarrassed to be seen in, then get rid of them. Invest in, you know, cute pajamas that make you feel good. If, you know, get rid of leggings with holes in them. Get rid of, you know, underwear that makes you feel gross, that doesn't fit right. And oh my God, get rid of bras that don't fit correctly and are super uncomfortable. I believe that everything in your closet should make you feel like your next level self. And oh my gosh. So especially for women during menstruation, just have black panties. Like you you don't have to have gross, disgusting clothes in your closet ever, 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 ever. Um, And yeah, it's just something that I, I, really believe and that I practice and makes me feel so much better because even, oh my gosh, even when you go to the gym, you don't want to be wearing ratty, gross clothes. Wear clothes that make you feel good and confident like you're there on purpose because you are a purpose-driven woman that shows up with intention wherever it is that she is. And yes, so how we dress and our personal style are definitely on number four of our five standards to upgrade. Now, the last standard to upgrade this year is the company that we keep because the first, you know, the number one person that you're around with all the time that you're going to be with for life is yourself. And so to, you know, to improve and completely eliminate negative self-talk if possible is, you know, number one. However, making sure that you're not putting yourself 
in situations where you are being bombarded with other people's toxic energy, I think is just so important. They say that you become like the top five people that you hang around most. And you start to just subconsciously adopt their beliefs and their behaviors and their thought patterns. And so if you take a good look at the top five people that you're around most, what, what do they believe and how, how do they move through the world? Are they empowering and do they make the people around them feel good or are they constantly focused on the negative? I also like to do just an internal gut check when I leave hanging out with a friend or a phone call and ask myself how I feel being around that person. And there can be really beautiful, amazing people where when you're done, you just don't feel good. And I encourage you to listen to that. That is the most important thing. How somebody else makes you feel is so, so impactful and so important to becoming the woman that it is that you were meant to be. And uh, I, I completely understand being in a situation where you take a good hard look at the people that you're surrounding yourself with and going, oh man, I need to make some really big changes here. And uh, I have been there before and it took me realizing that it is so much better to be lonely than to be in toxic relationships. And once you start to clear space, then you, you make more room for the good to come in. Kind of similar to when you are, when you make a goal to eat healthier than often, or, a, you know, a good nutritionist won't tell you, oh, you need to just cold turkey, stop everything, change everything about how you're living because that's not really sustainable. And that might be really jarring and not, not something you can follow through with long-term. So instead you have your plate that used to be full of all this crazy processed, bad for you things. And you just start adding some vegetables to it. And then after a couple of weeks, you just keep adding more and more vegetables, more good, lean, real protein and, you know, real fruit that didn't come from a can and, you know, real, real food. And those good things will start to overpower the bad. And eventually you have a plate full of real hearty, nutritious food. And it just happened more organically and naturally. And when it comes to reducing negative relationships or even draining relationships, they don't even necessarily have to be toxic, but things that don't make you feel good, that serve your highest good, then just, just moving slowly in that area, filling up with the good intentionally and not, not giving space and time to the negative will help you to naturally, naturally guide you in the right direction. So I hope that that made sense. I hope that that was a, uh, yeah, a helpful thing, but I often think about the plate analogy and what I'm, what I'm putting on my plate, um, my plate being my time, my energy, you know, like what I'm fueling myself with and to just make sure that I'm adding so much more good and real hearty, rich ingredients to it than things that are draining that aren't going to be, aren't going to be a match for where I'm going. And uh, yeah, so I hope that these five standards were helpful to you. I hope this was insightful. I'm, I'm having a really good time with this concept 
even even more so than regular goals. Um, I love the idea of goals. I think it's so important to have goals. And honestly, if if we're being real, I I have a process where I break down my goals and I achieve them relatively quickly. And it, it often doesn't take me a year to reach my goals, which is really fun. But having standards that help me create this new life where I can achieve several incredible goals, that has been that to me, I feel like is, is the missing piece. That's the game changer because it, it isn't restrictive. It isn't rushed. It doesn't make you feel like you're behind or you're missing out or, oh, I didn't get to the gym today. And so I've fallen off the wagon of my resolutions. Having increased and raised standards is more of a way of being. It's a way of moving through your world that is, is more elevated and more intentional and sets you on a path for creating a life that you're really, really proud of. So I hope that this was awesome. And until next week, cheers. Thank you so much for listening. I know there's a ton of podcasts out there and I'm just so grateful to you for taking the time to join me and create a more intentional morning. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating or review. Also, don't forget to get your hands on my free download, eight quick and easy intentional morning rituals. It's my gift to you to elevate the everyday. So be sure to snag that in the show notes. In the meantime, I can't wait to see you next week. Take care.